Let's go. Today's daf is going to be learned for a Fushlema for Yona ben Shlemta Yenta, the father of Chanukh Gewurz. These are Fushlema. Okay, let's get started. Today's daf is daf Pei Gimel, and we are holding Asave two lines from the bottom of Pei Bey's Ahmed Bey's. So we left off yesterday with a machlokus Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. We're going to be focusing on Rabbi Yochanan's shita. Case was is that a woman said she had two loaves of bread in front of her. One was refined flour, and the other one was paskiber coarse flour. And she said, "I make a nether that I'm not going to eat either of these two loaves." And the uh, situation is that one of the loaves is considered to be pleasurable to consume. The other one is not. So if the only heter the husband has to make for her nadarim is because it's an inu nefesh, then technically you should only be able to be made for the, ne- the, the loaf that is the refined flour, but not the coarse flour. And here we had a machlokas Shmuel and Rabbi Yechani, because Shmuel held is that there's the gray rub. That means one is grandfathered in. And since you could be made for on the loaf, that is pleasurable as Eden and Ephesh. And, 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 and part of it was together with a netter of one that's not pleasurable, but it, it, it schleps along the one that is not pleasurable and you can be made from both. Was Rabbi Yochanan said no. Rabbi Yochanan said, the, Ran, the way Ran explained it is the Pasuk says that you have to be made for the entire netter, but it means the entire netter that it's Inu Nefesh, meaning if it's figs and, and, and grapes, you can't pick one over the, uh, out of the two. It has to be the entire uh, figs and grapes. Like, it's not figs and grapes because one is pleasurable, one is not pleasurable. It's only made for the one that's pleasurable. It's not made for the one that's not. And the nedri still remains on the coarse bread even though the made for nedri is muffer. And that's, so that's the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan that you cannot be made for the entire bundle then get schlepped along. So you want to ask the following question. So we're talking about a situation here that a woman made herself into a Nazira. Now, as such, she becomes prohibited in a number of things, right? She can't uh, have any grape products, wine, even the pits and the, sh- and, 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 the, the, and the skins of the grape. And she's not allowed to make a and she's not allowed to cut her hair, etc., right? Now, the situation was as such. That before her husband heard or was made for the nedr, she violated the nazirus. So in such a case, she will get lashes for her violation. Why? Because even if subsequently the husband is made for, the husband's hafara does not unravel the entire nether. She is still bound. It's Megas guys. It cuts it moving forward. But what she violated is a violation, and she will therefore have to get lashes for her violations. Now, let's say the husband did hear it, and was made for, and she didn't know that he was made for. She wasn't aware of the fact that he was made for. In such a case, she cannot get lashes. Why? Because even though in her mind she thought she was still in the zero, 
But the bottom line is, even if he, if his hafara cuts it moving forward, bottom line, moving forward, she was no longer an azira, and she will not get lashes for her consumption of the wine. Now, we're going to leave the Metabola Mason part later. We'll circle back to this. But we're focusing right now just on the gray product. What the Gemara's question is as follows. How can you make a blanket statement that she will not get lashes moving forward because the husband is made for it, even if she wasn't aware of it, because his afara removed her from the Nazirus, removed her from the Nazirus, and she's no longer bound into to, to great products. While it is true, wine is pleasurable, and wine could be viewed as, not drinking wine, as an inu nefesh. But pits and skins... There's no pleasure in consumption of pits and skins. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that there is no grandfathered in. And therefore, only on the parts, the components of the nether that are inu nefesh, is he able to be made for, but not on the ones. So how can you say that she will not, for the, for the wine product, for the grape product, she will no longer get lashes? It's not true. According to Rabbi Yochanan, while it is true, she should not be getting lashes for drinking wine, but she should still be getting lashes for what? For the grape seeds and the skins, because those aren't pleasurable. That's the Gemara's kasha, right? They can only be made for on that which is considered an inu nefesh. But those products that are not an inu nefesh, you cannot be masana. The wording here is imprecise. Means it's saying per- perhaps, but there, the, the, the Gilead Nashas brings examples where we use the word perhaps, but it doesn't mean perhaps, it means it is. Dilma, <coughs> means just perhaps, Minayayin to Islitzar for law, that he was only able to be made for, from the wine which has a tsar, has a affliction to her. But Minachatz, Minazag, from the skins and from the pits, that Lohe for law, that he should not be able to be made for, for her. Why? Because it does not have inu nefesh associated with it. Tahalo Yislot Tsara. But tis because our Bible. And for those products, she should still get lashes. Elamai, the only way to answer is because you see this going like Shmuel, that once you could be made for in one component of the nether, it drags along even the non-Inu Nefesh component than that. This would be a refutation on the position of Rabbi Yochanan. Right. So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says like this, although in the case of the loaves of bread, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Shmuel, and he holds there is no grandfathered in, when it comes to Nazir it's different. Because the same way, you cannot make yourself a Nazir. I'm only going to be a Nazir from wine, but I'm not going to be a Nazir from uh, great pits and seas. I mean, it's a, it, 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 it comes, it's one bundle. When you're saying, Noz, I'm going to be a Nazir, <coughs> it includes all of the components. So just as saying, I'm a Nazir, automatically com- clu- uh, 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 combines all the components in the nether, you cannot separate out, so too in the Hafara, when you revoke it, we also don't, revo- uh, we don't divide up the components. So I'm Rabbi Yosef, ain't a zeros to chatzoyin. There's no part, there's no such thing as a zeros to, uh, halfway. You can't say I'm only a nozer from wine, but not from grape seeds and grape pits. You can't do that. Once you say I'm another, all grape products are included. Therefore, the hafara also is no, there's no hafara lechatsoyin. Because again, then you'd be left with half and a zeros. There's no such thing as half and a zeros. Now, just to understand a biased question on Rabbi Yosef, let me give this a little bit of a background to the question as follows. 
There is a, uh, a discussion in Masechah's Nazir, which we'll get to, please, Khan, that it goes as follows. We know that a, the general duration of a Naziris has to be at least, how much? 30 days, right. What happens, the situation is as follows. What happens if a woman uh, has, uh, makes herself into Nazira and goes 15 days? Day 15, the husband hears about it <coughs> and says, you know what? I am revoking the Nazirus, right? Now we know that if a person completes a Nazirus, goes through the completion of Nazirus, he has to bring three Korbanas, right? If he goes through with purity, he has to bring a, 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 an Ola, he has to bring a, a, a Chatas, and he has to bring a, I believe it, an Asham. Is it an Asham, Ola, Chatas, uh, and a Shlomim? So an Ola Chatas and a Shlomim. He has been three animals, Ola Chatas Shlomim. So there's a question over here. She's not going to get to day 30. Why won't she get to day 30? Sure. Yeah, heard it right. But the first 15 days are, are valid Naziris. Because remember, he doesn't revoke retroactively. So would she have to bring her Korbanus day 15? Because that's when her Naziris ends. Or do we say that since she's not able to have a full 30-day Naziris... Then it just ends here, and no carbonus. So Abaya takes it as a davar pasha. That's these takeaway from the Gemara Nazir. Is that if you don't go the full thirty days, then there's no nazirus. Right now, so his question is like this. He's just questioning on the terminology of his Rebbe Rabbi Yosef. The way Rabbi Yosef ter- termed it is that the reason why when you revoke. Her Nazirus, it includes the pits and the skins, is because a Nazirus the Chatsoin, because there's no such thing as a partial Nazirus in terms of the restrictions. In terms of restrictions, you cannot have partial restrictions, and therefore, just as you can't accept in yourself partial restrictions, you can't revoke partial restrictions, it's all revoked, right? That's his point. But the implications, as Abaya would be, is that concerning the restrictions, you can't have partial, but concerning the carbonus, the wording is, it implies that you can. And says, because we know that, and I said Abaya, that we know that's not true. It's not just for the restrictions you can't have partial. It's even for the carbonus. There's no carbonus on a partial. And therefore, what he just, the, the terminology used by his Rebbe is what he's questioning. He just says that you should, that he should have said, what would have been a better way to have said it, the Ron says, he should have said, not instead of ein nazirus lechatsoyin, ein chatsoyin ben nazirus. If you would have said ein chatsoyin ben nazirus, that would imply that there's no aspect of Nazirus that can only work partially. But the way he worded it, it's only the, the restrictions can be partial, but the Korbanus does apply in a part, and we know that that's not true. So therefore, he's not arguing with the concept, the way the, his Rebbe is addressing why it's no longer a question on Rabbi Yochanan. He agrees with it. He's just saying that you have to articulate it better so that the implication doesn't come out difficult. That's all he's pointing out. So, I'm Rabbi, are you, are you implying that just the restrictions can't be on a half uh, on a on a par, partial nazirus, but korbanus could be on a partial nazirus? We know that's not true. El Amra Baya Baya says if you're going to reformat my the way my rebbe should 
have addressed it, this is the way he should have addressed it. Ein nazir is the chatzayin, the ein korban the chatzayin. That's the way, so you don't make a, you don't make a mistake in how you imply. But the answer is still a valid answer to, to justify the position of Rabbi Yochanan and that it should not be a reputation of Yochanan. But now, as the Gemara is apt to do, the Gemara goes now on a tangent. Because really the thrust of today's daf is focusing on Rabbi Yochanan, but now that Abaya had presumed that the same way as you can't have restrictions on a zar and a zero is halfway, there's also no halfway when it comes to korbanos. Unless you have a full 30 day, you don't have korbanos. On that, the Gemara is now going to question before it goes back to the original thrust of today's dog, which is questioning Rabbi Yochanan. We're now sidestepping and asking question on Abayah. So, Mesive, the Gemara has the following question. The case over here was Aisha Shenadra ben Nazir, a woman that accepted upon herself a Nazirus. Now, what happened was, is that she became Tamea. Now we know when somebody becomes Tomei, then he violates, as a violation of the Nazirus, what happens is whatever days he counted fall away, you have to bring a Chatas and an Ola Oaf, plus you have to bring a Lamb that's an Asham, and then it's, the clock starts ticking from anew, goes back, the clock's resets at zero, and then it starts counting again. Okay? So what happened over here was, she had started kind of, let's say she got to day 15. Came into contact with a dead body. Okay. She's got to start again. She designated Corbonus for her tumor. She put aside Corbonus. It's two birds and one animal. And then what happened was, before she could even bring them, her husband heard about the Nazirus and he revoked. The question is, what does she have to do vis-a-vis the carbonus that she brought because she's now no longer a Nazira, right? That's the question over there. So let's, that, that's it's dealing with. So, Behemta. The Ran says it really means only one of them was an animal because it's for Tumma. One of them was an animal, the other two were birds, right? And then the husband revoked before she could even bring them. The the sin offering, bird sin offering, she still brings. But the she does not bring. Right? And for sure she doesn't have to bring the asham, the animal. Right? Now the Gemara's question is like this. Now, now if you're telling me that, they're, they're, that if it's, a, it's, a, it's only a partial nazirus, right? There's no korbonus on a partial nazirus. Why does she have to bring the chatasa'ov? Why does she even have to bring the chatasa'ov? It should come out that the way the husband, when he revokes it, and he stops it cold at day 15, not allowing it to go on, so there's no such thing as a partial Nazirus, that should make her Corbonus requirement fall away, and therefore what? So she shouldn't have to bring any. She shouldn't have to bring the Chata right? So Amayim Avir Chata Sa'ov. So Mora pushes back. Every good Jew, you ask a good question, pushes back with a good question. He says, so what are you saying? So there are, that should be, this should be a proof that what? That there are Corbanas and a partial Nazirus. That if there are Corbanas and a partial Nazirus, so why is she only bringing the Chata Sa'ov? What should happen over here? She has to bring them all, right? <coughs> so the Elamai, Yesh Korban Lechatsi Nazirus. 
So there is a carbon chatzin aziris. Then shalosh behemas boila ituye. She should have to bring all three animals: the chatas, the ola, and the shlomim. Now the Ron says over here because this is difficult because remember she is tmeya. She doesn't have to bring three animals. She has to bring a chatas bird, an ola bird, and an asham animal. These three animals, the chatas, ola, and shlomim, the animals are only brought. For the zero, if you go through a completion of a healthiness, but what it's, what it's basically saying, the Ram says in one shot, is it's saying is the same way as if she would not have been Tomei, and you're telling me after day 15 you'd have to bring all three, had the husband stopped at that point, so then over here she'd also have to bring all three, the two birds plus the one Asham. Why does she bring the Tatas? Bird, it doesn't mention about the Ola animal. No, there's two. If she's Tmeya, she brings a Chathas Ov, an Ola Ov, and an Asham animal. Why is it Because no, for sure not. For sure. You don't, even bring the, you don't even bring the partner of the Chathas Ov. They usually go together. You don't have to bring the Asham. But the thing is, so then you're telling me that under normal circumstances, she would have to bring Korbanas after, even if she became Tmeya, even if she didn't become Tmeya, she would have to bring those three. So here that she didn't become Tmeya, she'd have to bring all three, the two birds plus the one animal. Alala Olam, really, this is not a proof. Against a buyer. Really, ain't carbon the chatzin zeros. There really should not be carbonus after day 15 on the chatzin zeros when she's tmeya, and not on an, not on the chatzin zeros, and on the chatzin zeros if she is tahora. So the only question is, you had a good point. Well, if there's no carbonus obligation, if it's only a partial nazirus, so then why? And this nazirus is dead in the water. The husband was made for It's not going to go on to a now completion of the nazirus. So why does she even have to bring the chata sa'ov? So he says, look at this, because chata sa'ov, the masya, the reason has to be brought, because like this, let me explain this outside. There is a... Uh, uh, following Allah, if a woman miscarries, so if that miscarriage is a, has, as, as, as fully formed as a, a fetus, right, so then under certain circumstances, if it's a certain level of development, then she has to deal with it as a, uh, as if it's, it's like a birth, and she would have to bring the carbonus that a Yoledis normally would have to bring. She has to go through that. There is a situation where what has come out is only a piece of flesh. And it's not clear, was this a developed fetus that dissolved? Or maybe it was just never developed into a fetus at all, and she's not obligated. Now, you have a problem here, because in order for her to regain her purity, to be able to go eat korbanas, you have to bring the korbanas. You have to bring those, the, 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 the chatas and the ola, and, you, and, she, and, she, and she, if she can't bring her korbanas for purity, she's no longer, she's not going to be able to eat tahoro. On the other hand, assuming that it wasn't really a developed fetus, she can't go ahead and bring the korbanas, because you, if she's not obligated in the korbanas, <coughs> so what is she going to go ahead and do? Right? So says it's not a problem. The ola portion, she could say that, I am bringing this as an Ola. If I'm obligated to bring it, so then this will count as my Ola. If I'm not, an Ola is a carbon that can become as an Adova. You can give a, you can bring a, a goodwill. You can, and therefore, she's there. if it's not that I'm obligated, I'm just gifting it to the base that makes I can do it. But the problem is you can't do that with a Chatas. Why can't you do that with a Chatas? Because there's no such thing as a Chatas gift. A Chatas gift, the Chorah is 
Am I chayev? Am I chayev to be chayev? Because I have to bring it. I'm not chayev. There's no chayev to give. However, the Gemara based on Psukim shows there's a special leniency by birds that are chayev. Birds that are chayev can even come in a situation of a suffix. We don't say it's considered chulim ba'azara. It's considered they can come even as a suffix. So therefore, there's a special dispensation and therefore this woman can bring the ola with a condition and the chatas we allow to bring on a suffix. Now since we see there's a leniency on a chatas, therefore, says the Gemara, that's why over here when she became tmeya and the husband was mefer, we allow her to bring the chatas. Now, the Tosvah says over here, doesn't really address the answer completely. Because if you're telling me that there's no obligation of korbonus when it's only gone a partial nazirus, right? And here, it's only going to be that she became tmeya, right? Now, it's never going to go on to a full completion of nazirus. Why will it never go on from another 30 days in nazirus? Because the husband was made for So then why should she even have to bring the chatas? So he said, because this is combining with another opinion of Sefer's Nazir. The shita of Rebbe was that why does a woman have to bring a chatas? What sin did she do? What's a, what, what sin uh, did, the naz, did the Nazir, any Nazir, what did have to do? He says, because... What's that? She violates the Nazir, like a mitame, no, right? No, but but a is brought by a regular Nazir also. So why have any Nazir have to bring? So he says the fact that anyone has deprived themselves of something that God said is permissible, that's considered to be a sinner. That the more says in Tainus, God says it's okay, and now you're depriving yourself of something that's okay. So that's why it's considered to be a chota. So he says that svara applies even by a partial Nazir. Even if you go on fifteen days. Right? You still have deprived yourself from something that you should not have deprived, and that's what allows her, or at least requires her to bring the chata sa'ov in this particular situation. Therefore, so there was two part, two things together. One is we're more lenient with the chata sa'ov. Two, the chata's carbon comes for having deprived oneself, and therefore using those two together. That's why out of all the carbonas, we allowed with the chata's. But the point is that it, it, it not, our, our question was, if, you, if there's no Naziris on a, on, 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 on a Corbonus on a partial Naziris, why she bring it? We've answered that and there's no difficulty on a buy. Let's read it inside. Sumura says like this. Sumura says, Laolam ain't Corbon Lachat Naziris. Generally, there is no Corbon on a partial Naziris. So why are they either a chata sa'of according to Abaya, the Matsya? It's only Shum Khatas Allah Safak. So the Shum the the Khatas Allah Safak uh is that or the Asya Khatas Allah Safik, that a Khata Sa'of comes even in a situation of Safik that makes us more lenient, and that's why it comes in this case as well, because again, combining with the fact that the Mephorish brings down and the, the Tos brings down, that she deprived herself, that's why we make her bring at least the Chata Sa'ov, even though the other ones are not required to be brought. But now let's go full circle back to where we started today's daf, is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan learned that if a person, a woman or makes a nether, on two components, one has an inner nefesh and one does not. One is the bread that's tasty and the other bread is bread that is not tasty, there's not an inner nefesh. The husband can only be made for on the bread that is the, 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 the bread that is refined flour, but not on the coarse flour bread. He cannot go ahead and do. So now ask the more as follows. Asivay, the more has the following question. 
from Maseches Nazir. Ha'ish, a shenadra Nazir, a woman made a Nazirus. In this case, we're talking about not that she drank wine for nitmes, but she made, she went and violated and made herself tmeya on purpose. Okay? And then the husband heard about it and was mefer. She needs to bring the chata sa'ov. I don't know if it has to be on purpose, not on purpose. That's not the issue over here. But she has to bring a chata sa'ov, but she doesn't bring an ola sa'ov. Now the question over here is as follows. The, the point over here is that if the husband can only revoke Components of the nether that what? Um. That involve affliction, right? So then, go, be making herself tmeyo, that the restriction that she's not allowed to become tame is l'chore, at this point, the Gemara holds, not an affliction. And if it's not considered to be an affliction, then he should not be able to revoke it. it. And if he's not able to revoke oh, it... The she should actually even get Malchus for it if she does it on purpose, right? Right? She should, it should not be revoked. Now, Duran asks, well, didn't we say before that it's a package deal, right? Didn't we say before by the, 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 the skins and the, he says, no, that's not true because there is a Nazirus that's called Nazar Shimshon. You can actually only make it a zero that you can't drink wine, but you're allowed to come into contact with dead bodies. The terrors before is you can't make a, a, a zeros on part of the restrictions. On wine and not on skins, and doesn't work that way. But however, you can separate out the drinking of the wine to becoming Tomei, and therefore you can't give that package deal answer that we gave before. You tell me that you uh, can only, according to Yochanan, according to Shmuel, he said there's Greyro. So one slips along the other one. But according to, Ra, uh, according to Yochanan, he holds that you can only uh, annul or revoke those afflictions that have afflictions, but ain't made foolish, ain't misana, but something that does not have affliction. So then, then again, the word perhaps over here is really out of place. But therefore, it should be that only the wine to Islaite Sarah, where there is an affliction involved, therefore, hey, for law, he's able to be revoking. But Mitumah's maze delays late Sarah, where there is no affliction involved in being able to go to the Beisach Kvoros, or being able to be Metama Lameisim. So therefore, law, hey, should not be able to be Mayfair. And therefore, then how can you tell me that this woman is off the hook concerning her becoming... Tameya, she should not be off the hook. If she did on purpose, she should get lashes. And even if the husband heard about it before and revoked, it should not make a difference. He should not be able to revoke vis-a-vis her ability to go to the base, the base the, the, the forest. That should not be part of the revoke item. Now, the Kasha really that Tosas deals with, and I'm not, he doesn't really give a good answer to, is we could have really asked, we didn't have to bring down this new Gemara, new, new, uh, this, this new Gemara here from, from, uh, Nozir. You could have asked it from earlier, because earlier I talked about where she drank wine and she was Matama. And it said over there, the same question could have been asked, that if he revoked it first, she doesn't get lashes. If he revoked it, uh, uh, be, uh, 
after she did it, then she would get lashes. You could have asked questions. She always should get lashes for it because you should not be able to revoke going to the basic forest. So when you have to ask, this is like a standalone. It could have been asked as part of the, uh, the, the Mishnah that was brought down before. Anyway, but there, that was, I don't think really answers that good, but that question is still a good question. On this, the Gemara says a very interesting insight. Says the Gemara is that your assumption is incorrect. Is that telling a woman, if the husband would tell a woman you're not allowed to go to the Beisak forest is an affliction. Why is it an affliction? Because the way things work in a society is that if you go to the burial of other people, then what? Then when it's time for your burial, they will come. And therefore, there is a tremendous emotional need to go and visit shiva houses of other people and then to go because those are things that people need to know that when the time comes, there'll be reciprocity for the things that I'm doing. And therefore, our original assumption was drinking wine is an inu nefesh, but going to the basic forest is not an inu nefesh. Incorrect. Going to the Beisach forest is also considered to be an affliction of one's soul if she precludes herself from doing it because of this very point, which therefore the husband's ability to be made there is not just on drinking wine, but the husband's ability to be made for is also on what? On, on her restricting herself from going out and being matama lemesim. So Gemara says like this, uh, uh, incorrect. Uh, Amri, the Bnei Yeshiva answered, Tumas Meis Nami is being Matama to Meisim also involves an affliction. Because Shlema Melech says in, 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 in Kahelis, the first part of the part says, that it's more beneficial for a person to go to a house of mourning than it is to go to a simcha, to a wedding. Why? Because this is something that chayitin aliboy. There's something that a person will internalize. Now, what does that have to do? The live person will internalize. What does that mean? So comes along the Gemara says like this: that avatani went to the bride. So higher of me oimer. My my dechseir b'chayitin aliboy. What is being internalized by going to a base avel? What is being internalized? The yisbud yisbudun lei. If you eulogize others then they will eulogize you. The Yifkun, if you cry for others when they pass, Yifkun lay, they will cry for you. And the Yikaver, and if you help in the burial of others, then Yikberua, they will help. And that is something that is, sits on a person's mind, that a person internalizes, that thinks about that, and therefore not allowing herself to go to a Beisach forest is an affliction, which therefore opens the door for what? For the husband to be able to be made for the neder. So therefore the question then is, is, is removed on Rabbi Yochanan and we, Rabbi Yochanan remains intact. Let's go to the next Mishnah. Zog Be'elega Mishnah. A woman made a neder that I am precluded from getting benefit from humanity, from mankind. Alright? Eina Yochola he is not able to revoke his wife's nether. Okay? Now, the Ron asks a question here. He says, one second. We just learned yesterday that Shmuel said that if a woman says that I'm not allowed to get benefit from Ruvain, right? 
that is considered to be a self-affliction, and the husband can go ahead and be made for it. So, Kalva Chomer, if she says what? I'm not going to benefit from anybody. That it's considered to be a, an affliction. So he says, not a kasha, because we already explained yesterday, Shmuel was going in the Chachamim Shita. In the Chachamim Shita, they have a much broader definition of what Inu Nefesh is. So they said that even though you can get benefit from Shimon, from, from, uh, from Shimon, Therefore, but you said Reuben, it's an affliction. Rabbi Yossi disagreed with that. Rabbi Yossi said that you're not able to be made for, because he does not consider that to be an Inun. And our Mishnah, in this whole parak we said, goes like the position of Rabbi Yossi. So therefore, so when she says, I'm not able to get benefit from mankind, that is not considered to be an affliction, according to the Sheikh of Rabbi Yossi, and the husband cannot be made for. Now we're going to understand, so how is she supposed to get benefit? Right? The question is really going to be, did she include the husband or not include the husband in that statement? We'll have to see. Right? So, Now, And she is able to get benefit from Lekha Chikapeya. three different types of Matas Aniyam. That, uh, that, that, so she is able to get benefit. It's not considered benefiting from mankind because one... It's not you benefiting the person anymore. It's Hefker, it comes from Hashem. Correct. That now, whether those two statements are linked or those are two independent statements, we're going to have to see in the Gemara in a moment. But like a Shekha, Peya. Right? Remember what they are. Peya is the corner of the field. Shekha is something you forgot. And Leket is if it fell. Right? If the bundle, certain amount fell, you have to leave it to the moon. Now, let's keep going. If you made a neder that no Kohen or no Levi is allowed to get benefit from me. Now the question is, how are you supposed to give Truma and Maisa Rishon? If no, not a problem. Because you don't have a right to say that no Kohen or Levi. And therefore, Yitlu al Korchai, if a person makes such a neder, then they can take it against his will. Because it's matnas kahuna, it's matnas levia, you don't have a right to, to preclude them from taking it. However, what you do have a right to say, if you said that this Kohen and this lady is not allowed to benefit, then that Kohen lady will not be able to benefit, but you will have to give it to a different Kohen or different lady. It's only when you said no Kohen or no lady is allowed to get it. So therefore, in such a case, Karnim Elu, the Levim Elu, Nanimli, Yitlacherim, others can come and take it. But now we're going back to a focus on the first part of this Mishnah. You said, I make a woman makes a nether, precluding herself from getting benefit from humanity. Right? So Gemara says like this, the Gemara's initial assumption is, alright, is that when she says, Konem Shani she did not include her husband. She was not including her husband, right? She was basically saying, I'm not allowed to get benefit from anybody else, right? And the reason why it's not considered to be an inu nefesh, the Gemara assumes, you know why? Because she doesn't have to get it from them. Who can feed her? No, no. She said, I'm not allowed to get it from any humanity. But she didn't include her husband. The assumption is she doesn't include her husband. Therefore, she gets from her husband. Therefore, it's not considered to be an inu nefesh. That's the assumption the Gemara is making, right? So Gemara says, Alma, Evsha, the Mitzanami delay. But we see that she's able to, since she's able to get from him, so therefore, Mechlal the Ba'ala, Mechlal Briosun. Therefore, the a statement, when you say, from all humanity, she was not intending to what? 
To include, right. And that would explain, therefore, that's why he cannot be made for. Why can he not be made for? Because it's not really considered an inner nefesh. Why? Because there's always an out. There's always another option, right? It's like saying, like Rabbi Yosishika, that if you say, I'm not going to eat Florida oranges, it's not a problem, because you can always eat California oranges. So I'm not going to get benefit from any humanity. doesn't matter. There's another option. What's the other option? The husband can go ahead and feed her. So says the morning, that's the case. Then let's see the next part. So Amos Sefer, she's able to get from the Matnas Aniyam. Now Lachora, the only one that's allowed to get from Matnas Aniyam, who's allowed to benefit from Matnas Aniyam? Who's allowed to get? But if she's able to get fed by her husband, then, then, she should, then how could she take from Matnas Aniyam? So if you're telling me that when she made the statement she did not include the husband, then she should not be under the status of being an Aniyah. And if she's not under the status of being an Aniyah, then how is she allowed to... Take... Uh, like a Sheikh and Peya. That's the most question. So, that would imply that she's not allowed to eat from the husband because that would make sense if she's not allowed to eat from anybody including the husband then she's indigent if she's indigent that I understand but it's one of the meaning so how do you how do you understand the, these two statements so therefore Alma that would imply the Alma that the Baal is Bechlau Brios is including the uh, in, in, in the 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 uh, it is included in the statement of human of all humanity. So, so we're going to have different under ways, three different ways to understand this Mishnah. So Amar Ulo Ba The way to understand is as follows: the opening statement is correct. If she says, "I restrict myself from benefiting all humanity," the husband cannot be made for. Why can't he be made for? Because she has an out. What's the out? The husband's not included in the statement. Since the husband's not included in the statement, therefore what? She's not, she's, she's allowed to get benefit from the husband. Therefore, he cannot be made for an inu nefesh according to Shita Rav Yossi from everybody else. For Ode, and furthermore, the second part of the Mishnah is second in the same. For Ode, ein yachalahafer, meaning even if, this way the writer says, even if, let's say the husband himself is poor. And the husband is not able to support her, he's still not able to be made for. Why? Because she still has an out. What's the out? But you need to have, according to the Ronic claims, you need, according to, you need to have both perspectives. You have to have both avenues. You have to have the avenue that, first of all, the husband was included, was not included. Because if the husband would have included in everything, just the out that she could take, would not have been enough. And he brings a riot. Because we said before that if a woman says, I make a net and not be able to be nana from all the payers of the world, right? From all the payers of the world, I'm not allowed to be nana. So she would not be, uh, the, the, the alaka is that, um, She's, she's, I, I'm sorry. We said that she made a, 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 a nedr that all, all, that from, from all, from all the storekeepers, from all the stores, I'm answering all the stores, she would not, you, you, you would be able to be made for. I should go leket shechapeya. So the out of leket shechapeya alone, the Ron says, is, is, you see, is not enough. 
It has to be that the husband is able to feed her. The only time you have to come into Lashekh Lekha Chikhatea, if for some reason the husband who technically could feed her is not able to feed her, it's still not a raya that he's allowed to go ahead and be made for. Why? Because you can rely on Lekha Chikhatea. So these two independent statements. Number one is the husband's not included. That's why it can be made for. Number two, even if the husband is indigent, still cannot be made for. Why? Because then she can still get from Leked Shechapaya. That's the way Ula explains it. Rava Amar, the Rav says, I disagree with you. Husband is included in the statement, the original statement. And it's not two separate statements. It's one statement, right? The husband is usher, just as she's not allowed to get benefit from anyone else, she's not allowed to get benefit from the husband as well, Right? And what's the reason he cannot be made for? Because. Why? And it's not, and it, it's, it's, not, it's not a separate statement. The, it's the reason for the statement. Umar Tam Ka'amar. What's the reason he cannot be made for? Because she still has an out. What's her out? So that's the second way of reading it. So this machlok is whether it's two independent statements or it's one statement with a reason for the statement. According to Ula, it's two different statements. One is he cannot be made for because the husband can still feed her. Number two, even if the husband technically is not able to feed her, practically, not technically, practically is not able to feed her because he doesn't have any money, doesn't matter, she can still get like a chick or pay her. That's the way to read it. According to Rava, no. The husband's included. He cannot feed her. But say, why can't he be made for? Because of the lack of shikha upeya. And the third opinion over here is of Nachman Omar, The husband was not included. Okay, now if the husband is not included, so then how, what do you, then the question was, then he can feed her. If he can feed her, then what do you have to come on to lekha shikha and pay her? She's not able to get lekha shikha because I'll tell you like this. When she doesn't include the husband, he's only not including the husband. Why? Why the assumption says, I'm not going to benefit from humanity. Why is the husband not including humanity? Because he's married to her. She assumes it, right? But what happens if she gets divorced? What would happen if she gets divorced? Then, then he is... That is considered into humanity. So the way to read it is like this. If a woman said, that I'm, I'm asking myself for all humanity, she not include her husband. As long as he's her husband. But if she gets divorced, now he is included. Now if he is included, still... <clears throat> the fact is, he cannot be made for, why shouldn't he be made for, because of the point when he might get, when, when she's no longer married to him, because even if she's no longer married to him, it still would not allow her to, it still not be considered in an because she still would have an out. What would be the out? She could get for Lekha Shekha Peyer. That's the way to read this. So why is it like this? So therefore, let's read inside. He's not included in Brius. The way to understand this is even if she gets divorced, it's still not problematic. It's not, she still has a way to get, uh, to support herself. So therefore, this woman is covered under all circumstances. While the husband's married, he wasn't included in the netter. Even if he divorced her, he's still, she, now he is included in the netter because now he falls into human, the, the grouping of humanity. She's still able to survive living off Leked, Shechacha, and Peya. And gentlemen, we'll stop over here.